0: Welcome to the Just Plain Mental Podcast. We're in a new home at Balance Better in Akron, Ohio. You can find us at OHIObalance.com. But some things remain the same. I'm still not okay and neither are you, but hopefully we're still working at getting a little better. I'm still Tom and still your host and still going to be as plainly and at times brutally honest as possible. To that end, we'll use all kinds of words, even nasty ones, when they best fit the topic But I will happily provide a version without those words for those with a more sensitive constitution or ears. I promise to lie to you without remorse about anyone we've met professionally to protect their privacy and will forever endeavor to do so. As always, this podcast represents the opinions of the host and the guests of the show and not their places of business. The content here should not be taken as professional advice, it's here for your information. People are entirely too complex and unique, so you must consult a live healthcare professional for any questions that may arise. We make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, and to that end, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of errors. There will be errors. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Hope you hear something worth your time, meaning it actually serves some purpose in your life. So let's see what happens. So this is going to be my first ever Smist mahavsift," which just literally means so much smarter than me I had to steal from them. Uh, The number of folks whose ideas have become kind of foundational to uh, how I see the world and uh, react to the world. Uh, And I can only attest to my assessment of their genius in the specific topic of conversation we're having right now. I won't ever be able to vouch for their credit score, their kindness to animals, or anything else really past the use of their thoughts and ideas for understanding and dealing with life. To be sure, the thoughts and ideas of no one ever have come close to covering all bases, which is why I feel the need to steal from so many. I think if I have any smarts at all, it's a result of reading or listening to a lot of really smart, inventive, or wise people. Lin-Manuel Miranda said, if you want people to think you're a genius, write about geniuses seemed to work out pretty good for him, so let's make me at least sound like a genius for a couple moments. I'm stoked to be starting with Viktor Frankl. I previously mentioned Erik Erikson when talking about grief, and for me, Erikson moved the observations of Sigmund Fraud out of the sex-obsessed, misogynistic, unconscious nonsense, and more towards the social interaction between important people in your life. Maybe we'll talk more about him later. I know Simon Wiesenthal came up because of his thoughts and experiences related to forgiveness and how they've affected me and many other people I've come to know over the years. Though there are tons of folks from which I have liberated ideas for my own personal use, Victor is a great place to start. He irritates me to no end, makes me feel like an idiot when I read his books. Almost any other book is a breeze for me, but this keeps making up new words and Packing so much into a sentence that I have to keep going back and rereading very slowly, sounding something like, oh, da, 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 da. oh makes me feel stupid. But when it all comes together, I feel smarter. And this is from another one time Freudian. <coughs> uh, there are much better places to go than Sigmund Freud. Uh, Viktor Frankl, the big daddy of what he called logotherapy and is often associated now with existential psychology. This guy's life, intelligence, thoughtfulness, have become elemental to a lot of how I see the world. You may have noticed I'm not a sunshine and roses kinda guy. I can't just ignore the real and present unpleasantness that is part of life, or that everything will just magically be okay. Vic really helps me make sense of that. Just going to point out that this is my memory's version of his experiences and concepts, and there's no doubt it's imperfect. I'm just talking about the way I have seen those experiences and ideas change people's lives. I can't say for certain why there is suffering in the world. So many theories. I can't tell you which one or ones are true. I can just assure you that there is a lot of it, and that some people certainly seem to get more than others and at times it's related to their own choices, but at least to me, sometimes it seems tragically random. Victor certainly knew about suffering in ways I never will. A psychiatrist and neurologist, he also happened to be a Jew at a time in history. It was particularly troublesome to be Jewish. In 1942, he was deported to a Nazi concentration camp along with his wife, parents, and other family members. Spent time in four different camps, including Auschwitz, And was the only member of his family to survive. Uh, He went back to Vienna, published a book on his theories, and I like to think he found his psychodynamic approach of little use throughout his days in four different camps. But being a thoughtful kind of guy, he developed logotherapy as a way to not only help himself, but to be of use to others and people who had been through those difficult times. The way I always remembered what he wrote is that while the Nazis had taken nearly everything from him, he not only recognized it, but became irritated by the one thing he had given them, the decision as to who he was, what kind of man he would choose to be regardless of his circumstances, and never wanting to be a capo uh, or turned into something less than human by his oppressors. He decided he was going to take hold of the one human freedom that can never be taken. His choice about who he was going to be in whatever circumstances in which he found himself, even amidst some of the worst conditions in recent history, he still had a choice to make. He went from the guy who would tell people begging for help that he did not know if he could go another day himself, to the guy who decided he was going to be a human being, The guy who helps others, in whatever way he could manage to do that. Somehow he got there by landing on the importance of meaning. One of his most familiar quotes says, something along the lines of, if you're going to suffer, suffer for something. Don't suffer for nothing. As I remember, it, his meaning, at least, as he found it then in the camps, was twofold. The first being that the people who were going to survive this were going to need help, and he had education and experience that would allow him to do that. The second being that those who were not surviving the Holocaust were going to need a voice and he had the name and experience that would allow him to address their stories as well. I seem to remember him puzzling over a scrap of paper with a note he found in the dress of a woman who had killed herself in the camps. She had gone out of her way to secret away this piece of paper simply with the words, never give up. He seemed to wonder about this woman and this note. And thinking, how do you go from writing that or finding it and stashing it away to taking your own life? And I guess at some point, when he talks about telling others that he doesn't know if he can make it another day himself, that the puzzle may have made more sense to him. But then comes the switch. The taking back of the only thing he can control where he is. And having found the meaning for his suffering, every morning he could get up and make a choice. Hate where he was. Hate why he was where he was. And be reminded that the people around him were counting on him in multiple ways. And that could get him through another day. He once said, that which would give light must endure burning. I trust he lived what he was talking about. And he recognized each and every day he made a choice not related to how others were going to be. Simply to be who he chose to be. If you are going to suffer, suffer for something. If you have not found yourself in sincere moments of woe, I suspect your lucky streak will at some point come to an end. It seems to me that while not equally, Everybody faces moments in life that kick you in the guts till you can't see straight. So if you haven't found your way there yet, strap up. It's coming. And when that time comes, will you suffer for no reason? Or will you find what the pain is meant to do to you? For you? Through you? It makes me think of uh, Kintsuji. I think my wife told me about that. Uh, Kintsuji is the long-practiced art in Japan of repairing broken ceramic items using precious metals. I once read it being described as the art of precious scars. The breaks become the focus of the beauty and pride rather than a reason to hide the item away. It does more than elongate the use of the item, it increases its value and worth intrinsically and extrinsically. Similarly, I find some people crushed by their suffering. I find others carved into something stronger, harder, amazing, and beautiful. And along with that, their ability to manage their own tough times is reinforced, almost as though they were being inoculated against future pain. And most amazingly, their empathy and compassion and their skill to help others share their difficult times is renewed into something even stronger as well. If you can't escape it, how do you not use it? One guy created an entirely new and relevant take on humans and the world related directly to his suffering and the meaning he found in the midst of it. Do you want to just be miserable? Or if you're going to be miserable, do you want to create something amazing and new? In you and around you. I've watched it happen. People are amazing when they choose to be, regardless of what the rest of the world thinks or does. When those times come for you, because by God, outside of some crazy miracle, they are. I hope you find your meaning. And I hope you find its worth. Thanks and a low-key shout-out to Viktor Frankl. I mean, he only experienced the abject horror of the worst of humanity and decided to try to make the world a better place for it, instead of just feeling sorry for himself. That's not so big a deal, right? Thanks. Bye. Well, that was fun. Uh, There's really nothing else to say but thanks. Uh, I know how valuable your time is and absolutely appreciate your sharing some with us here. Uh, Check us out at ohiobalance.com. And remember, if your day or your month or at this point, the entire decade is going to be mental it might be worth keeping it just plain mental. Thanks again.